can't stand the news It's always the same old song Another corporate scam Another story of bad gone wrong Another corporate bailout Another piece of the pie It's the best democracy money can buy They rig the elections Hello! Welcome to HSV Progressive, and I'm Joy Johnson. This is uh, your podcast for micro, local-level political action and activity in Huntsville and Madison, Alabama, Madison County, and North Alabama and surrounds, and who knows what else might come up. I'm glad you found us. Please do the usual stuff. Rate and comment and subscribe and share, um, especially to local people who might be interested or need to be educated about what the local politics is, what local politics are going on. Um, I uh, can currently be reached at um, Facebook at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers. Please leave me a message there if, uh, if you have some input. Thank you for joining. Enjoy the show. Um, And I'll see you next week again. Thanks. Hello again. Episode 3, HSV Progressive. Tonight I'm going to be talking about what happened um, to my eyes at the city council meeting on the 10th of February, 2022. Um, So... (laughs) Yeah, as the cats, I'll come and check it out. Okay, so let's see. I got there in time for item number seven. I'd like to say, though, that, um, you know, I, I what I miss, because I can't get there because I work, what I miss is, um, um, like, uh, aside from the Pledge of Allegiance and Invocation and, and stuff like that, are they do all of these little special things at the beginning of the meeting, you know, recognitions, they have groups come in that they hand certificates to or awards. Um, They hold some seats. Usually if this is happening, they hold seats in reserve for, for people at the front of the room and, and, um, and they have all of these little niceties that frequently happen at the beginning of the meetings. Um, and I, I just want to say that, okay, that's all sweet and everything, but put that in comparison to how they have moved anybody who has something to say pertinent to the way the city is run or to things that are going on in the city or things that they feel passionate about. Those people have been moved to the end. I, you know, I get it. It's marketing. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to lead like that. But my question is, should city government be run like it's marketing? I think we have a little bit of a conflict in what um, our goals are, if that is the case. Uh, anyway, so the first thing that I arrived for was a nice little um, presentation by Huntsville-Madison County Public Libraries. Uh, as we know, um, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, touting the new, um, the new uh, branch that is down in South Huntsville. Um, I, what is that? Is that District 4 or 3? I, Jenny Robinson's district. Um, and anyway, um, well, in, they, so a lot of this had to do with the, uh, the, pi, the library offering a lot of services now online due to how so much got forced to go online because of the COVID pandemic, which just makes me think 
that it sure would be swell if we had municipal broadband like Chattanooga does. You know, I did write to Tommy Battle once about that. He wrote me a letter back going, well, you know, it's not free. They still have to pay for it. (laughs) Of course, it's reliable. It's less expensive. And it's not motivated by profit. It's motivated by serving the citizens. What concepts, honestly, to think that you could do something public as a public servant. Just really amazing. Uh, anyway, so then we, so then they had a special um, uh, item seven that did not appear on my agenda that they must have added at the last minute, um, where the fellow uh, Mr. Holiday, I believe his name is, came and gave us a little update on what was going on with the picking up of the recycling. And I don't know what uh, what prompted this, but I mean, he did come and he was very pl- pleased to announce that by working a lot of hours and picking up a lot of garbage, they had hauled a lot of, of our recyclables to Chattanooga. He said they have sent them to Chattanooga. He wanted to make sure that we understood that they had not been sent to the incinerator. Um, So I don't know who said what, uh, but um, somehow somebody got the idea that maybe it was a good idea to to make make that clear. Um, What I'd like to make clear is that we brought our public service, our solid waste disposal people, we brought them in to save the private recycling people who um, have not been able to keep up due to supply chain, whatever problems that they've been having. And once again, you know, that's, uh, I'll be danged, but our public services are doing just fine um, and are able to pick up some slack. You know what that's called? That's called corporate welfare. When our public dollars pay to save a, a, a company, instead of the citizens themselves. Heaven forfend that you should actually have personal welfare for people who need help. But if you got a corporation in in trouble, no problem. We'll spend the tax dollars on fixing that. On the other hand, we could have just kept a public uh, recycling program in this city. I don't know. You know, just thoughts. That's all. Uh, Item... uh, um, There were no item eight or nine uh, issues. Item 10 were were just setting up uh, public hearings on some zoning things. Um, So this brings to mind that, you know, they're talking about changing things from C4 to R2 or changing these to R1 or all of these um, zoning codes. Okay, I don't know about you, but I don't know what those things mean, okay? Um, And it's not exactly my job to know what those things mean. I know a bunch of stuff for my job, by the way, a bunch of stuff. But I don't know zoning codes. So it occurs to me that maybe um, we might be better prepared citizens if we had, if, if at least if we were interested, that we would have the opportunity to learn those things, get a little bit of help learning about zoning codes and exactly what it means. Um, so I know that, you know, that all of our councilmen have, um, have their town halls for their districts. And it's, and most of the time, it seems to me like they really try their best to put things on the agenda that is like cheerleading. Um, about what great stuff is happening in their district and why we should all be so pleased. Well, I mean, that's normal. They need to get reelected or whatever. But it seems like maybe a more important thing is to take that time to offer an opportunity to the public to become educated about zoning and what zoning is, what the different zoning codes mean, um, and and what kind of power uh, really does reside? What uh, you know? What kind of clout does zoning laws actually have? What are the repercussions for people who break zoning laws? I'd I'd kind of love to know about that. Uh, the fourth item under ten was about a vacation of right away. 
Um, and so I, that, what is that? That's usually, see, that's another thing that I don't, um, why are we doing a vacation? I don't even know what that means. Is that so that um, pe people can take over, uh, uh, personal property owners can take over the property where all of the utility lines run in the right of way and the uh, on the on the margins of of the roads and do something else with those pieces of property? What do you have to go through to get approved to do something else? with those pieces of property. If there are trees in the right of way, does this mean that they get to come down and cut down trees willy nilly? You know I'm not gonna be happy about that if that's what it means. So what, there's another thing I'd like to, to have an opportunity for somebody to explain to me. Um, and if you have an explanation, please feel free to contact me through uh, Facebook at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers Group. Um, and um, you can certainly leave a message there. And I have started a link, maybe it will be in the show notes, to uh, um, a bare, nothing's there really yet, um, webpage for this podcast. Thank you. Okay. Uh, item 11, public comments from the, uh, uh, for agenda-related items. Yeah, this is what they've done. Like you, this is you know fairly near the beginning of the meeting. We used to just have two talking times, one here and one then at the at the end of the meeting. If if it was sort of like to me, like um, if you, it if as the meeting went on, then you could have some more comment at the end of the meeting, um, because after all, you know, we're not allowed to have a back and forth with the people up on city council during city council meetings. Um, so uh, you know, it seemed to me like it used to be, okay, You here, here was the spot where people could just come and say what it was they had to say. Then they could listen to the rest of the meeting. And then at the end of the meeting, we would have another time when we could say and maybe address stuff that had gone on. Uh, but now they've, they've curtailed that. You are only allowed to speak at this early point in, in the agenda if it is... Uh, an agenda-related item. Of course, I got a feeling that pretty soon the public's going to figure out how to write down how things are agenda-related, regardless of how closely they really are related to those issues for the agenda. Eh, whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, one gentleman did stand up at this point and ask, what the heck is going on with our annexing 320 undeveloped acres in limestone county i don't know what's going on with that um and somebody needs to be sitting on the planning commission and finding out what the heck they have in mind um and and why do we have to do this why do we have to be on them why can't our public servants serve the public i don't know i don't know maybe they're gonna maybe they're trying to um get this piece of land to uh, make another industrial park way the heck out there. Not good for the transportation. Decentralize everything. I, I, it makes no sense to me. This is not the way you should be developing in the 20, 21st century. I had to think for a second. Sorry. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, at, but after that single agenda-related public item, um, the thing that comes after that are the mayor and each city councilman gets an opportunity to speak. Of course, they're not restricted to only commenting on items on the agenda. You know, what might be fair would be if in this speaking period, they got to only talk about items on the agenda, and then after the second co public comments, then they could speak about, it. they get a second public time to comment on anything that they want to comment on. That seems kind of fair, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, the mayor spoke about um, what where we're standing with COVID, 
Uh, he thanked the workers. Um, I think in particular, he was talking about the healthcare workers. Uh, keep in mind, though, that we're not allowed to use any of the ARPA money to give anybody any bonuses for working through the pandemic and in close proximity to the public. Anyway, he also spoke about Huntsville Animal Services and how great they're doing. I do admit I like their trap and release program mighty well. Thank you, guys. Uh, Jenny Robinson uh, spoke about what was, oh, goody, you know, we fixed the recycling problem. Uh, that is uh, co corporate welfare again. Love that stuff. She also held up a nice uh, um, little magazine, local magazine of some sort, that had some officers, police officers on the front of it. Uh, I believe two of them were women. She spoke about how they're, they're, they're trying to recruit uh, police officers. And in particular, that, they, that the chief has a really uh, a priority of trying to recruit more women. I guess, you know, they're trying to make it look like kinder, gentler policing. However, I would like to point out that um, it was a woman uh, training director, Lieutenant Tess Hughes, who was, uh, who's, uh, who used public resources to, to, in an attempt to drum up support for a police officer who was co a convicted murderer. Just by the way. Okay. Uh, I don't know if she was on the front of the, of that magazine, but it's possible that she was one of the, um, officers that appeared on the front of the magazine. Gee, I guess that kind of behavior, hmm, I don't know. I guess it slipped past IA or they just decided it was okay or they're waiting for the DA to decide on something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Seems a little bit wrong to me. Um... So Robinson also spoke about the, the new Sandra Moon Center, Community Center. I would love to hear somebody tell me about how it's covered with um, solar panels and uh, has some windmills on the property to get some more green energy going on. These are public um, community uh, projects. Why aren't they, why aren't we building for the future, not the past? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, then uh, Mr. Kling had his time. He spoke about neighborhood patrols, uh, traffic problems on governors because of a coffee shop and what is what they're trying to do about it. He spoke about what he was doing for Valentine's Day and he spoke about um, Huntsville High School basketball. Um, and he did put offer uh, some sort of a... Um, peace offering or something like that too about the uh, red light um, running red light initiative that needs to be addressed we need to do something he said uh, he also spoke about um, bringing that there are airbnbs here or that we're trying to attract more airbnbs and i don't know it there was there a problem with it it wasn't very clear to me I just wanted to point out that uh, that um, Airbnbs uh, cause property values to, well, what they cause is housing costs to go up. Um, so all in all, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind somebody speaking on the subject of Airbnbs. Um, and how it's related to gentrification and how it, it causes, it exacerbates our housing crisis. Uh, and also, I think the corporation Airbnb, you know, is a particular company. So you got to be careful. Are you actually advertising for Airbnb? Or are you just talking about bed and breakfast rentals in general? Um uh, just like, you know, don't say Google, say you're going to do an internet search. Okay. Um, there's, there's no reason to be free advertising for people. And not to mention that I do believe that Air, the Airbnb corporation, um, is a little in a little bit of hot water over, um, their practices in occupied Palestine. Um, 
Devin Keith came next. Uh, there's a skate park there that he's going to talk about at, I think, his District 1 um, meeting on the, on the 22nd. Uh, and he made some comments about Black History Month and about how we need to get out and, and engage in these multicultural things. Uh, I thought that that plea... They're pleading for us to get out and do, uh, you know, and involved in all of these multicultural things was a little bit strange considering that COVID is still an issue. You know, for instance, um, the uh, every, every third seat is all that's available if you go to city council and you want to sit. Uh, we're still forced to um, do social just distancing there and we're requested to wear masks and... Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I know they know that COVID has not gone away. So it was a little bit strange that we're being exhorted to, you know, go out and engage in all these multicultural things. I'll assume that they're all outdoors with plenty of social distancing and safe. Um, and I don't know what's going on. There was something mentioned about MAPCO. Is there somebody tell me, please, is something going on at MAPCO? I, I emailed um, Mr. Keith, but he has not responded to me. Something, but that he was talking in terms of needing um, planning to be engaged with something going on at MAPCO. And I think they were talking about the MAPCO at, at University and, um, and the Parkway. Um, sometimes my notes are not what they should be. Um, okay, anyway, um, uh, Councilman Ackridge went next. Uh, she thanked um, Devin Keith for the call to action during Black History Month. Um, she, to me, one of the more important things that she addressed was concerns that have started to crop up about a new subdivision that's going to be built um, on Montesano where there's already a new subdivision. It's just going to, we have traffic concerns. We have eyesore concerns. We have all kinds of concerns. I personally have a lot of concerns about destroying biosphere and, 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 and damaging biodiversity. Um, why can't we just, you know, we got all of, we've got some nice fancy high rises going downtown can't we give let these people live in a nice high-rise downtown? Build up, not out, please. Um, uh, and oh, oh, and by the way, the only people that get notified are, are people that are within 500 feet of this new um, development. Those people will get notifi notified uh, and be invited to have uh, some input about you know, how, what's going to go there and that kind of stuff. I don't know, but why, why am I not, why is my, you know, just because I don't live right on the back door of that, does that mean that I have no concern for what's going on on Montesano? Uh, that certainly isn't, does not seem like a fair way to, to parse public comment. And anyway, uh, she's also um, on the 9th of March, uh, she's having a town hall where she's going to uh, spend a lot of time talking about um, traffic safety and uh, Huntsville Police Department will be there. And it, if you're up for that, um, maybe it's an opportunity to, you know, get a word in here and there about you know, what's going on. Um, uh, John Meredith spoke, spoke next. And honestly, I mostly, it was kind of cryptic stuff. Uh, I don't about, oh, there were some, some constituent complaints. I don't know what they were. Uh, there's a light that's broken. I don't know where it is. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know. He did say some nice things about, about Black History Month and things that were going on um, locally, like mentioning WJAB and something that they're up to and, and stuff like that going on. That was nice. Uh, 
the finance department report was next. That's item number 14. Um, it was just uh, Deb and Keith uh, read in how much money they wanted to spend on stuff, and it, it got approved. Uh, item number 15 was about board appointments to be voted on. So they did vo vote on um, an appointment to the Redstone Village due to a vacancy. Um, I honestly did not know that Redstone Village was a, a public entity at all. So I'm glad about that anyway. Uh, why can't we have more? housing public oh public housing man what an idea let's do more of that uh then item 16 were, were nominations to um public boards this was somebody being nominated to the beautification board i've known some people on the beautification board i think they're trying <laughs> Uh, most of the time item 17 huntsville utilities items uh, just in my experience um most of the time, unless they're trying to get raise our rates or something, they don't have anything to come and talk to us about. I, I think they should talk to us every meeting. I would like to know what they're doing about um, changing us over, away from fossil fuels, into renewables, and uh, lessening our carbon footprint. I'd like to know every meeting what they're doing about outfitting older houses with more energy efficient fixtures and appliances. I'd like to know every meeting how much more solar has been brought into the grid on our in our town um, and, and how much uh, energy that's bringing in that's not fossil fuel. Every meeting I would like to hear from these people. Most of the time they just are above the fray doing whatever it is they're doing over there. That's another place that it, it'd be good to get on the board or go to go to a public meeting over there. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Maybe somebody can tell me. Um, there was nothing under legal actions, uh, except later on there was something legal that was brought up, but I'll get to that. Uh, item 19 were some um, unfinished business items. Once again, selling surplus equipment. I think I spoke about how uh, not transparent that is, maybe, is a way to put it in my last podcast. Um, number B was about um, changing. This is vehicle for hire rates. I don't know, honestly, vehicle for Are they talking about taxi drivers are they talking uh, like are there these about regulations on actual taxi companies do we have any taxi companies left in this city or is this about um you know the gig workers that are driving for uber or lyft or whatever or um, a chauffeur's license was mentioned that that was going to be required are who are they talking about i could not tell exactly who they were talking about Somebody, please keep an eye on these people. Um, they're trying to regulate something, but I thought they were, you know, for all free market. I don't know what's going on. Something seems a little bit fishy about this. Um, item C totally uh, was like, what? When I read it, it says they're going to raise the minimum hiring rate for a, a supervisor position. And I was like, what does that mean that they're going to raise more supervisors? That they're hiring more supervisors? No, they did mean that they're raising the minimum wage step that the supervisor can get hired in. I don't know. I just would like it if they would make an effort to write with a little bit less ambiguity and more clarity. Um, the next item was about increasing or no, not any ad, about just putting place numbers on the members of the Burrett Memorial Committee. I think this is to uh, maybe clarify which place you're in so that you know when, when your place is up and you have to get reappointed or you leave and somebody else steps into that place. I don't know. They're having, uh, it seems like they're maybe having some management issues there. Uh, now, on the other hand, you know, 
um, there it looks like adding place numbers. I can't tell if that means that they're maybe trying to add more place numbers, um, not just put them onto the committee members, but to actually increase the number of positions on the committee. Um, the the memo just says add place numbers. Huh. <sighs> just makes me think I wish that we could add more districts we're an awfully big city for only having five districts have you looked at the district maps that district five that's crazy stuff uh anyway so we're on to item 20 um and uh again a bunch of things got hell uh, got uh, were voted on without discussion um and I'm going to start saying I think that every one of these, somebody should stand up and justify. Um, the it's, it's kind of like the marketing of putting all of those nice the niceties with the awards and commendations at the beginning of, uh, of the, of the um, council meeting. Certain items get held. Frequently, it seems to me like they're held just so we can hear about the nice, clear-cut, nice things that, or what they think might sound like nice things that are happening. Uh, whereas all of this other stuff gets passed with no discussion. We don't hear about it, those of us that come and sit and listen. Nobody has to stand up and answer questions or explain or justify. Um, and some of this stuff I really does concern me, flying under the, the radar. Um, like the first one, here's what went. No, no discussion, no explanation, nothing. It's just a resolution authorizing the acceptance of donations. I, you know, when you read that, does that not, like, who's accepting a donation? Oh, yeah, really? And by the way, I did look it up, and there it's was a donation to Maple Hill Cemetery. It's only 50 bucks, okay? But, you know, who knows where it went? Because it said right on the, on the document, no commitment with respect to any further consideration of what was going to be done with that money, okay? Uh, so, I, does that not bother you? I don't know. I... Anyway, you know, I assume everybody gets audited it and it shows up in the right place, right? Um, item B was about uh, um, a bug spraying contract award being extended. Uh, and, uh, you know, okay, so um, one of my pet peeves is that... Uh, We've sprayed um, for mosquitoes to the point where we no have longer have any bu um, bumble, um, not bumblebees, honeybees, hardly at all. In the last 10 years, the population of honeybees visiting my yard has plummeted to virtually zero from, I, my yard was covered with them when I first moved here about 10 years ago, moved into this house. Um, uh, I... I don't know. So no discussion on what on this. No discussion. No answering questions. I don't know what the these pest control people are doing. I don't believe they're the people that spray um, for mosquitoes. Recently, somebody told me that it's actually the county that's doing that. Everybody in city government just let me blithely go on um, to them about how I didn't like it without telling me that if that's the case. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know, you know, we got a biodiversity. We're in the middle of the sixth mass extinction. I'd like to somebody to have to stand up and, and explain to me why we need this and what they're, you know, what they're using and how it's safe and how it's not safe. Okay. And I have to also, you know, justify themselves. Uh, item C also passed without any um, discussion. It's just uh, authorizing travel expenses. If you want to know more, you got to look up what it is. Who knows? Tra who, who traveling to where? Uh, what I'd like to know is, is it really necessary travel? Um, are they using uh, green options? 
Are they carpooling even? Who's going where? Uh, are, what kind of carbon footprint is our travel money being used for um, here? We, we've got a climate crisis, folks, believe it or not. Um, D uh, was... <laughs> changing appropriated funding for various departments and funds. Yeah, uh, your guess is as good as mine. No explanation, passed without discussion. Um, e, likewise, no explanation, passed without discussion. Um, and this is just about some uh, taking on uh, work, work uh, from low bidders. For what? I don't know. What is my money being spent on? Somebody needs to stand up and explain. Uh, F was discussed. This one was a resolution about, um, I don't know, re, you know, it was finance was talking. And their <laughs> proceeds of certain future borrowings to reimburse the 1990 Capital Projects Fund of the city for, extend, for expenditures incurred prior to the borrowing issuance. I don't know. It sounds like you're rubbing Peter to pay Paul, but these finance people, I guess they know what they're doing. Uh, of course, I have taught those uh, those business calculus classes, and um, I kind of don't think they really know what they're doing. But, you know, there's an exception to every rule. Um, G was not held. It passed without discussion. Uh, this is about... Um, uh, about a, uh, an agreement between the city and Mobile Communications of America, Sharp Communications, da, 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 technical services. Uh, you know, once again, it reminds me that you know, uh, building up our communication network could be a public thing. We could be doing municipal broadband like they do in Chattanooga. I bet we could save a bunch of money if we did it ourselves. Um, gee, then came H which was held also, H was, oh, I did want to mention that right before they got to H, um, Mr. Hamilton, who was sitting in the front row, got got up and got himself a bottle of water. Uh, you know that us mere, mere mortal citizenry are not allowed to bring water or food in with us. I think I mentioned that before. I'll probably keep mentioning it. Um, item H was about uh, passive warning devices that apparently the federal government basically is going to pay for us to get a new and improved or just improved or something um, railroad crossing at Oakwood. Uh, I, the wording was cryptic. It'd be nice if it could have been more straightforward. But that is a good thing, and somebody held it so that somebody could stand up and talk about it and clarify this. The next three items, um, no, right, no, I, huh, yeah, I was about, um, this is really interesting. So first of all, it's about um, um, entering into a, a, a memorandum of agreement, an MOA, between UAH and the city, to the city is going to um, do some demolition at Executive Plaza, which is UAH's property. So the city's going to do it for them. Um, so we got this whole discussion about what our public services are capable of doing and why they're using, why the UAH is, is, has decided to use the city's public um, services to do this on their private property. And so we got uh, spelled out that there's three different branches of what public works can do. Um, I can't remember what they are now, but it made perfect sense. Uh, and, and certainly one of them is constructing things. I remember that. And this one is demol demol demolition, which is probably the same people. I, I can't remember. Uh, there are people that clean up things like repairing ditches and stuff like that. But I, first of all, I look, in other words, they're admitting that we have the personnel and the structure to do these things publicly instead of hiring private 
contractors to do this. You know, we lose money as a city when profit gets brought into it, when a private company comes and you got to pay their CEO to sit behind his desk. You know, that's if we could just do it publicly, uh, I think maybe our, our taxpayer dollars would be better spent. And certainly those are still public. You can go and get that job from the city. And which brings me to another point about, you know, what's our city minimum wage uh, that I later on I'll talk about it because they brought somebody on at $24 an hour part time. Um, uh, the other thing that I want to know, though, is I'm, I've been to that executive plaza and there's a, um, a pond back behind it or in the middle of it and if they're in there doing a bunch of demo you know that's habitat there are a lot of waterfowl that that go there uh to nest and um i don't know if there are fish in there i'm i'm sure they're turtles because the turtles find their way i i wanted to make sure that that habitat is being preserved uh did anybody address that nope not a word um and <laughs> And uh, Councilwoman Ackridge was like, why aren't they using public, the public, uh, some public company to do this? <laughs> well, anyway, never mind. Um, uh, oh, and the, there's a historical example of the city uh, doing a lot of work for Oakwood University, apparently. I can't remember who brought that up. But look, in other words, we have the ability to do a bunch of stuff for ourselves. Just imagine what we could do with that. Um, J, uh, item J got held. It, uh, J, K, and L were all about um, what's, uh, what's going on with uh, the federal uh, rental assistance. Uh, emergency rental assistance um, from the federal government. I I know somebody who works at um, 211 Crisis Services, and I, I have a you know very short um, story that all, uh, the way that Huntsville handled the emergency rental assistance, they really left a lot of people uh, in the lurch and falling through the cracks. I hope they're correcting that. It's probably a day late and a dollar short for a bunch of people. Um, but, you know, maybe I'll find out more about that and let you know about that in a, a future episode. I'm interested. Uh, so, and KNL was about the same thing, but those were not held. They just wanted to bring, hold one of them for the discussion to happen about it. So, Two of them got already passed on a voice vote, no discussion, uh, straight vote anyway. Um, M was not was um, not held, so it got passed, no discussion, and that was where they. It's a special employee agreement. Uh, I looked into it. It's for a part-time person being brought in to help. It sounds like with implementing how the emergency rental assistance ought to be working, which is good. Part-time, so no benefits, $24 an hour, which makes me want to ask, does the city please have a minimum wage at which they hire people in? I think they ought to. We could probably put more money into people's paychecks if we quit paying so many pub, pr private entities and 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 feeding their profit motive and did more things for ourselves um and you know and made give give us the resilience as a city to be able to just do what needs to be done for the people you know the uh social contract um special employee agreement item n was an animal services renovation. Uh, once again, look, the city apparently is um, actually has the ability to do construction, but we're hiring Chorba Contracting Corporation to do this work at Huntsville Animal Services. Why are we doing that? Why don't we use those dollars to build up our own 
infrastructure and not just but and personnel because part of infrastructure to me is the personnel required to build and maintain the infrastructure um item o was held so this one was discussed um uh, more construction services uh, this is for sandra moon um community center which is, uh, I believe, where the old Grissom was. Um, so she held this uh, uh, It's um, as an opportunity to, again, brag about the community center. Um, but I didn't hear her bragging about the solar panels. I didn't hear her bragging about how they have completely revamped the ventilation so that maybe it's safe to be inside or more safe to be inside with a bunch of people than it used to be, than, our, than anything is built anymore. Um, that's one of the biggest problems that we had with COVID, the fact that our buildings have no ventilation. You can't even open a window most places. Um, anyway, so, but they took the opportunity to brag on that and then, then, then passed it. Uh, the item P was about assigning the numbers that they added to the Burt Memorial Committee to the members i don't know what's going on with that it's just confusing are they actually adding positions or just adding labels um q uh resolution to adjust the salaries of certain uh, positions in assign in an assigned department this was not held this was passed um that's so that's not very much transparency Adjusting salaries of of employees in certain positions in assigned department. All very cryptic. What did they do? Why are we adjust adjusting them? I don't think it would take long for somebody from, I don't know, human resources to stand up and explain to us what this is about. I'm kind of, I think everything needs to be justified to us. Um, uh, item R was about $200,000 of federal funding to go to, uh, this was not discussed, uh, to go to our air pollution control program, a program I did not know we even had until a couple of weeks ago. Um, so what I'd like to know is kind of what are they doing with these $200,000 um, and what air pollution control are they uh, engaged in? Is this all about um, the um, burning waste burning, which, by the way, is very um, polluting to burn waste for for um, energy? Uh, so you do have to keep a very close eye on the emissions from plants that do that. And according to my brother, who used to work at a plant, not here, but a plant that burned um, waste to energy, uh, there are five plants around the arsenal that are doing that to in order to supply the arsenal with energy. Uh, I, I don't know. Do we have green alternatives? Is Huntsville Utilities showing up and telling us all about how uh, around the arsenal there's plenty of real estate to put solar farms? What the heck? You know, why, what's going on? Why can't we do better than this? Uh, you, know, you know how much air pollution you get from... Uh, um, from photovoltaic panels, uh, do you know how much air pollution you get from windmills? Um, just, I don't think you would need uh, that much money to keep track of those emissions. Um, item number S was some seven thousand, about seven thousand dollars, for the mayor to enter an agreement with Regroup Mass Notification. So it's some sort of messaging service that's getting about seven thousand dollars from us, so to to make it possible to group message something. I don't know. You know, I used to use a group messaging thing on my phone when I had classes of students that I wanted to get to them. I I didn't pay for it, and nobody paid me to use it either. So you know, I don't know. I'm sure that oh, it's so much more complicated. Um, than I could ever possibly understand, right? Uh, item T, not held for discussion, passed in the in the in the no discussion vote. Um, this is a settlement. 
between Auto Insurance Company and Austin W. Michael et al. Um, I don't know why this wasn't in the legal portion of the program where we're supposed to have a report from legal. But this is like about $10,500 that was a settlement between these two things. I can't even tell who uh, the the person uh, looks like Austin Michael was a, a city employee. I don't know for sure. Um, I don't know what this was about. What happened? Why are we settling? That flew right under the radar, didn't it? Anybody know about this? Um, if somebody did, I'd love to hear about it. Love to hear about it. Um, item number U was about um, yeah, entering into uh, about Huntsville on behalf of the city. Da, 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 da. Um, this is about Huntsville Utilities entering into an agreement with some Star Belt LLC. By the way, that's that's a company that is a Delaware limited license, limited liability corporation. Um, I I mean, <laughs> how much not local could you get, and how much uh, you know LLC? They're not going to accept any liability for you know most anything because of the way they're structured. Um, and why wasn't the U Huntsville Utilities talking about that? Why didn't they show up and tell us what this was about? Uh, I, it, what is it about? What's going on? How much money is this? What are these people doing? Why can't we do this? We have one of the smartest cities in the country, full of engineers. Why aren't we doing these things? Why are we sending our money to Delaware, to an LLC in Delaware? Um, I that's just weird. Okay, number V also passed without discussion. Was a resolution authorizing um, the city to enter into an agreement with U.S. Department of Agriculture, Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services, Wildlife Ser Inspection Service, Wildlife Services. Okay, so what do these people do? I looked at it. These these this U.S. Department are are the people that are going to be, um, you know, if they de deem something is a threat, uh, they're the people that are going to come in and spray and kill it. Okay. Um, when I first moved here in the seventies, I can't even tell you when it was migration time. The entire sky would be almost completely blackened out with the with the birds migrating at certain times of year. I haven't seen that in decades. And that happened because the government decided that they needed to kill all those birds. And they did a damn good job of it. The birds would nest at night and the government would sp spray them with um, stuff that would, that would uh, make their feathers not waterproof anymore. And they basically couldn't fly. And that was the end of them, and not in a pleasant way. Uh, so forgive me, uh, from, as I sit here in the midst of the sixth, sixth mass extinction, for wanting to know what the heck these people are going to do around here. Um, uh, as much as you can say, oh, we have some bats over here. And bats carry disease that threaten the human population. Um, as much as you can say that's a threat, do you understand that the loss of biodiversity in our biosphere is a much longer term and dire threat to life on this planet? Um, you tell me what's motivating you and justify it uh, I'd be curious to know there was one item under 22 it was about the 320 acre annex again what's out there why do we want to take that on and that does include that means that we annex that then we're uh, responsible for providing city services uh, 
okay, so good. We're going to get our public city services going out there. To what? What's going on out there? Who is trying to maneuver this into some sort of land, windfall, um, profit-making something? Because otherwise, why the heck do we need to annex 320 acres in, in, um, in Limestone County. Why? And I bet you whatever it is they think in the long term that they're putting out there, they won't be telling me about how they put solar panels all over it and put windmills up and got some decent green energy going. Welcome to the 21st century, people. The status quo is not going to cut it anymore. Anyway, item 22 was the second um, um, public comment. Uh, the first person called up was Jackie Reed, but she was absent. Uh, I will just comment that uh, she refuses to wear a mask, and that's all I'll say. She wasn't there. Um, the next person up was uh, Dr. Brown. Uh, he got a little whining dig in uh, to one of the city council members who uh, accused us of whining because we couldn't park, find parking anywhere near um, the city hall in order to get to the city council meetings in order to make our public comments. Um, and then he proceeded to speak about uh, the, the injustices in the Darby case and other cases and uh, how he thought felt that um, the HPCAC, uh, uh, um, Huntsville Police Community Action, get out of in front of the microphone, cat. Thank you. The Huntsville Community uh, Huntsville Police Community Action Commit Committee Commission um, could automatically be called in to review um, internal affairs concerns or um, how. Okay, you guys, no fighting. Sorry, cat house. Um, and not literally, okay. Uh, um, how they should be called in um, every time anybody's injured, and um, he kind of got. They were ready for him, okay, and he kind of got shouted down. That's not how it is. That's not how it works. After all the public comments were over. Several people came up and spoke about how um, that's not how it works. What they said is um, how it does work is that the there's an administrative review that goes to the chief, and then there's a separate criminal review that's run by the DA. Well, I think that's exactly what he was addressing, that, this, that they're separate, you know, um, that... Whatever um, internal affairs says to the chief, that's kind of it. Uh, there's no, uh, there doesn't seem to be any repercussion from that. Um, whether or not that report goes to whatever the DA is looking into also, which by the way, I believe it was uh, Mr. Hamilton explained to us that what actually happens is frequently if the criminal review from the DA is going on, that the administrative review within um, the Huntsville Police Department sometimes gets halted to hold until after the criminal review. In other words, we're not going to come to a conclusion and send it to you. That's the problem. Nothing's happening at that administrative review section. At least that is what it appears to be to us. And so um, involving the Community Action Commission seems like at least an attempt to get our concerns into the process. They're, not to mention that, of course, they were uh, funded uh, a great deal of money to write a report before about uh, uh, um, suggestions about how HPD could do things differently when it comes to protests and that kind of stuff. Great deal of money. I don't know that anything happened with any of those um, suggestions that were brought up. 
Again, a dead end. Where did it go? We don't feel like anything is going anywhere. You get it? Okay, anyway. Uh, next, Sarah stood up and began to um, offer her condolences to the Fletcher family. Deborah Fletcher, who was a citizen of Huntsville, died. Um, she was a staunch advocate for criminal justice reform and for justice for her son, who was also a Huntsville citizen, um, uh, who was killed um, in Madison. Uh, and she was shouted down, was not allowed to finish her comments because under the, the, the um, pretext that for some reason, she as a private citizen is not allowed to take her three minutes, non-agenda related public comments. She's not allowed to talk about what something that happened in Madison. Um, this makes me wonder, like, why are we sending people from the city council to Montgomery? We're not allowed to do, have anything to do with Montgomery. I hope they don't mention Montgomery when they come back up here. Those things are totally separate. I, it, not Also not to mention, there we are given instructions that... Um, Speakers, quote, speakers shall refrain from entering into a dialogue with council members or city staff. But it doesn't, that, that doesn't go two ways, apparently. As a, as a public citizen um, a pri uh, making a, a public comment, you're not allowed to address the people up on the dais. But... They're apparently allowed to say whatever they want to to you while you're making your comments and 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 uh, shout you down and not let you finish your comments and take part of your three minutes away from you. I'm telling you, that needs to be changed. It goes both ways. If we aren't allowed to talk to you, you guys need to sit on your hands and behave yourselves while somebody has something to say at, uh, during their public time. I know we're also not allowed to make comments regarding the good name or character of any individual. Um, but I hope it's okay if you call somebody who's been convicted of murder a murderer. Uh, just saying. Kind of occur occurs to me. Uh, the last person with a public comment, ironically, was um, someone who's offering to uh, bring uh, some sort of... Um, angel statue memorial something up to a park in Huntsville instead of being down at uh, Ditto Landing I guess is where it is um, and you know what she actually got to talk back and forth to people up on the on the dais isn't that funny and you know what was really ironic is this memorial object was for any was a memorial um, uh, uh, dedicated to anyone who lost a child and the person who was speaking right before this person was talking about Deborah Fletcher and the work she was doing because she lost her child and they got shouted down and out of the of the council's chambers uh, and threatened with being having the police drag her out um you can just see that there are are not transparent things uh, transpiring. It seems like uh, um, as soon as as soon as that fine uh, the second pu roster public comments were over, I believe that the the person on the side with the computer who's sitting there the whole time, I think she got up and left. I think she's the person who takes minutes. She left, even though there continued to be. Uh, you know, after the public got their uh, got their comments, we then got lectured by um, Councilman Keith and John Hamilton um, and maybe somebody else, I can't remember who, uh, about things that were in those public comments that shouldn't have been, um, how we're not allowed to speak about Madison or what they're do up to, uh, um, 
um, heaven forfend that I should get up there and say, Chattanooga has broadband. I guess I would get shouted out and threatened with being dragged out by the police if I even brought that up, you know, because um, what does that have to do with us? We can't make a comment on what other cities do. Um, and we got lectured by uh, Mr. Hamilton about how the IA works and the d two different tracks and that the police, the Huntsville Police Citizens Action Commission, um, all of a sudden I don't know if it's commission or c committee, whatever, has nothing to do with any of it and should not be in the middle of any of it. I don't know what is it that they are supposed to be in the middle of if it's not the review processes when somebody does something that looks like it might have been wrong. Uh, notice how, indeed, the city got the last word. Even though there's not supposed to be any back and forth between the speakers and the people up on the dais, they, they had no... Also, all of those last words were after the minutes ceased to be being taken into what I saw. And so none of it, that uh, probably went on public record, how we got lectured. Um, and then uh, uh, then uh, um, uh, we adjourned. And uh, I heard on the way out somebody going, because uh, it was a pretty uh, short meeting. Um, and I heard somebody on the way out, and I think it was possibly the minute taker, but talking to other people, city employees, about how, oh boy, we almost got out at, by 7.30. Um, and uh, and I, I don't know, that seems like, um, is that what we're there for? To just get done as fast as possible? Or are we there to uh, try to get some transparency and some communication about what's going on in this city? Uh, your guess, I guess, is as good as mine. I certainly had an idea that it was more about, you know, the latter rather than just getting it over with as fast as possible. Um, as always, I am happy to be here and talk to you about what's going on. I would love to hear from you. Um, if anybody wants to help in any way by maybe attending some meetings and doing a report or any other burning issue that you think that um, would be a good topic to discuss on this podcast, please be in touch. Uh, and uh, I will talk to you next week. This has been HSV Progressive. Thanks for stopping in. Don't forget to rate and share and subscribe. And I'll see you again next week. Please uh, find me if you have some input uh, at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers on Facebook.